Hey, this is Max from the Arkells, and you're listening to Underground Sports Philadelphia. Everybody, welcome in to episode number 547 of Underground Sports Philadelphia, presented by the city of Vineland. It's KB coming at you. There we go. I can hear myself now. It's KB coming at you from Underground Studios, solo dolo style. We're going to talk Phil's. We're going to talk Sixers because that's what's popping in the Philadelphia sports world news right now. Uh, we're going to dive into everything about the Phil's as we have two more series before the all-star break and then uh we got some home run derby stuff obviously we've got our our derby stream which has a new name and uh we're gonna talk all about that later on in the show and uh get you guys set for monday night because we will be live on youtube exclusively for our derby stream so you won't want to miss out on that and we'll talk everything when it comes to the sixers james harden opting in all that good stuff but before we get started Make sure you guys are following us at Underground PHI Twitter, Instagram, Facebook.com slash Underground Sports PHI, Twitch.tv slash Underground Sports PHI, and now on TikTok. Yes, we have caved, we have bent the knee. Underground Sports Philadelphia is officially on TikTok. You can follow us at Underground PHI on there. Please do run us up our followers. We're trying to grow our TikTok platform now. Uh, so go follow us over there as well as all the other social media platforms. You can follow me on Twitter at KBIZZL311, KBIZZLE11 on Instagram, and KBUnderground on TikTok. Uh, subscribe to the podcast feed, Apple, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts. Leave a five-star rating and review. It goes a long way for helping more people find the show, helps more people find Underground Sports Philadelphia as a whole in every show on our network, and helps us do really awesome stuff that we are planning and are going to try to make happen, but it makes it that much easier when you guys support us. So go subscribe, Apple, Spotify, leave a five-star review, and subscribe to the Underground Sports Philadelphia YouTube channel, YouTube.com slash at Underground Sports Philadelphia. That's where you get full video episodes of every podcast on our network. You get live streams. You get original content, shorts, interviews. All that good stuff is on our YouTube channel. We are currently at 516 subscribers trying to get to the ever-elusive 1,000, trying to get to 600 by the end of July. So be a friend, tell a friend. Go subscribe to our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash at underground sports Philadelphia. And of course, this podcast is presented by the city of Vineland and the city of Vineland municipal calendar features city organized, city sponsored and city affiliated events that are of public interest. The calendar, which is accessible at vinelandcity.org is a good way for residents and visitors to build awareness, remain engaged with city government and participate in local events. You can also follow the City of Vineland on social media via their Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, and YouTube pages. Through these tools, you can stay connected to the community and get important announcements about programs and services offered by the city. 
Vineland, New Jersey, where it's always growing season. And big thank you to Security 21 Security Systems and Paul J. Gillespie Incorporated for their continued support of this podcast. All right, let's get into it. The Philadelphia Phillies, they um, embarrassingly lose two out of three to the Washington Nationals after being in such good graces of everybody. You, you do so well on the road. You win nine straight on the road. You beat the Mets. You beat the Cubs. Um, you swept the Cubs. Great sweep there in Chicago. What do you say? Uh, and then you come home and you lose 2-1 on Friday to the Nationals. You lose 5-4 on Sunday's rubber match to the Nationals. But you win 19-4 on Saturday and you outscore the Nationals 26-10. 20, or I'm sorry, 25 to 10. Math is hard. Yeah, 25 to 10. 25 to, math is hard, guys. Math is real hard, especially when you're as exhausted as I am today for some reason. Two plus five is seven plus four is 11. 25 to 11, the Phillies outscored the Nationals, and uh, they lose the series. It's very, uh, it's giving Angels versus Rockies recently. Um Flat-out embarrassing. You should not be losing games to the Washington Nationals. As before this series, they had 32 wins on the season. Um, it's an embarrassing effort. You should not be losing one-run games to the Nationals. You should not be scoring one run against the Nationals in a singular game. Um, it's a flat-out embarrassing performance. The Phillies should be uh, disgusted with that performance. I don't care how many people online are saying, oh, it's not a big deal. They lost the series to the Nationals. Yeah, Division games mean a lot this year, guys. And when you're not beating your division, you're setting yourself up for failure when August and September roll around. You need to win these games, especially in a, a pivotal moment where the Marlins are playing the Braves. The Braves are the hottest team in baseball right now. They get swept. The Giants, they lose two out of three to the Mets. Those are your main competition right now, along with the Dodgers who are playing these bum teams like the Royals and the Rockies and stuff like that and handling business. You have to keep pace with teams like the Marlins, like the Giants. And when you lose two out of three to a crummy Nationals franchise, a stolen franchise at that, that's not good. That is not good for your wild card competition. And sure, you're still only a game and a half out of a playoff spot. But if you swept the Nationals this week, you're that much closer to being the third wild card. You're that much closer to being the second wild card. Um, just a, a flat out embarrassing performance. The Phillies need to be better than what they were uh, this past weekend because you've got Tampa Bay Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and you've got the Marlins Friday, Saturday, Sunday. That is hardcore playoff competition going into the All-Star break, and you need to play to your competition's level, if not better. Playing against the Rays Tuesday, you're seeing old pal Zach Eflin versus Aaron Nola. My heart is going to shatter because those are the rebuild boys, and uh, those two facing off should have never happened. I'm, I'm still heartbroken that Eflin's not here, but he's thriving with the Rays, and I'm happy for him, especially because he got his payday. But you're playing Tampa and you're playing Miami. Those are two playoff-caliber teams right now. The Marlins are ahead of you in the standings in the NL East by three games. The Marlins, this coming week, their competition is a little bit easier than yours because they are playing the St. Louis Cardinals for four games. So they also have another game that they're going to be playing this week that you're you're now wholeheartedly rooting for the Cardinals these next four days, which is something that aches my heart because I can't stand that franchise. But the Phillies, 
need to be better. They need to be more consistent offensively. Derek Hall is back. Cody Clemens got sent down. Matt and I talked about that on the last episode. Wendy called Derek Hall up. They decided it was time um, to get his bat in the lineup. So we'll see how Derek Hall performs. Um, but the Phillies need to be more consistent offensively, especially when the pitching is as good as it has been. You need to perform to that level offensively and give your pitching the satisfaction of knowing they're coming in to win ball games. As I just got the notification three minutes ago, NL reliever of the month, Philadelphia Phillies closer Craig Kimbrell, well deserved. He's been pitching out of his mind, should be an All Star. Um, hopefully, he gets in as a, a replacement. We'll talk about the All Star stuff as well. But Phillies, you know, going into these final two series before the All Star break, they're forty four and thirty nine. Um, they've been much better on the road recently, so hopefully that trend continues with these six games on the road to close out the first half of the season. And coming out of the All-Star break, you have the most games at home, I believe, of any team in Major League Baseball. And if it's not MLB, it's certainly the National League. So uh, a big home field advantage down the stretch, which feels like the first time in a long time the Phillies have had that going into the dog days and into you know the key moments in August and September. So hopefully that's something that uh, you know, fixes itself for the Phils and, and they get some stuff figured out and they're able to go down to Tampa and steal two out of three. And then they go to Miami and take two out of three, if not all three, because effectively those Miami Marlins games, they are worth two games in the standings because not only is it that they're gaining ground on you in the division, they're gaining ground on you in the wild card and, and moving more space in between yourself and Miami in the wild card is rough. So, you want to take care of business, especially in those Marlins games. We're rooting for the Cardinals this week. Who would have thunk um, to, to beat the Marlins, knock them down, make it a little bit more manageable going into that Marlins series? Hey, who knows? Maybe if the Phillies take care of business against the Rays while the Cardinals hopefully beat down on the Marlins, the Phillies leapfrog the Marlins in the process going into that series, and then they can gain even more ground by winning those games against the Marlins. Who would have thunk? What a concept. Um but you got to win the games. You got to win the games against the bad teams. And Phillies, unfortunately, were not able to do that this weekend. But there's still lots of time left. It's only the earliest, earliest moments of July. And uh, we got plenty of ball left. Trade deadlines a looming. And I can't wait for that to happen. We're getting the home run derby participants trickling in, which is very fun. We are going to have. Moonshot Mania, the newly rebranded stream name for our annual Home Run Derby watch-along that will be exclusively on YouTube, youtube.com slash at Underground Sports Philadelphia. Working on getting some guests, myself, Patty Pitts, potentially DJ. Not sure about Steve just yet, but we'll find out because obviously the Getting the Whole Boys record on Monday nights and the Home Run Derby is on Monday night, but nonetheless... Moonshot Mania is uh, going to be a doozy. And we've got a bunch of participants in uh, so far. I believe we have six confirmed. Um, pulling it up right here. So, in Seattle, we will have reigning 2022 American League Rookie of the Year Julio Rodriguez uh, in the Home Run Derby, which is going to be very exciting. Uh, we have Vladimir Guerrero Jr., Mookie Betts, Randy Arozarena, two-time champion Pete Alonzo, and Baltimore Orioles catcher Adley Rushman, uh, Bryce Harper's 
all-star game vote tandem pal. Um, so six of the eight players confirmed for the home run derby. Julio Rodriguez, Vladimir Guerrero Jr., Mookie Betts, Randy Arozarena, Pete Alonso, and Adley Rushman. Um, once we have the entire roster, we might be doing a giveaway. So you want to stay tuned. You want to subscribe to the YouTube channel uh, and not miss out on that. But I'm excited. I'm excited for the Home Run Derby. I'm excited for the All-Star break. It's going to be fun to kind of assess where the Phillies are at going into the All-Star break and what they can do to fix themselves to be well-equipped for the second half of the season. And speaking of the All-Star break, it feels so good to be right, ladies and gentlemen. It feels so, so good to be right as the boy, the homie, the certified hashtag our guy, Nick Castellanos is a 2023 MLB All-Star confirmed this weekend. He will be part of the reserves roster heading to Seattle. Uh, I couldn't be more thrilled and stoked for the boy, stoked for his family. The Castellanos family has been following us and rocking with us since Nick was in Cincinnati in 2021 when we dubbed him hashtag our guy. We, we fought in the trenches for the boy all year last year when people were nagging him, getting down on him. And I think Ryan Castellanos, his brother, uh, said it best. I'm going to pull up Ryan's tweet here because it's true. And I I, I feel this. Like, we, we battled alongside the Castellanos family. We were part of the Castellanos crew all last year and said, it's going to turn around. Nick's going to be fine. This is just an anomaly year and so much is going on for him personally and and the injury he was dealing with and then he turns it on in the playoffs plays unbelievable defense and it's carried over to this year and I couldn't be more stoked for the boy Nick Castellanos 2023 all-star second all-star nod of his career um but Ryan Castellanos tweeted last night Nick Ward on the chin all last year he kept his head down and worked. dude went from fans punching bag to an all-star in seven months that's called being a dog that's Nick from Philly. That's the boy right there. Shout out to Nicky C, our guy, through and through. One day we'll be on this podcast, hopefully, um, because we absolutely love Nick Castellanos and couldn't be more thrilled for the boy being an all-star. Maybe we'll do an all-star jersey giveaway for Nick Castellanos since he is hashtag our guy. Um, but love the boy, stoked for him, and... Uh, it is very weird, though, that the reigning National League champion Philadelphia Phillies have one singular all-star when you can make the case Bryce Harper could be in there, Bryson Stott could be in there, um, Brandon Marsh potentially. Uh, you could make the case for Craig Kimbrell, uh, uh, Zach Wheeler, JT. It's very weird that the Phillies have one all-star. Our manager is the National League all-star manager. Coaching staff is there. And I know, like, guys will get replaced. You know, pitchers won't be able to go because they pitch on the Sunday going into the all-star break, stuff like that. But it is weird on, on face value surface level that Nick Castellanos is the only all-star we have when I feel like there's about three or four that the Phillies could be sending. Um so we'll see if, if anything changes as, you know, the days go by and we get closer to the All-Star break. Um, hopefully that is the case because Nicky C deserves to have some of the boys out there in Seattle with him. Um, but very weird that the Phillies only have one All-Star and they are the reigning National League champions. They are 
in the thick of a, a wild card playoff hunt um, here in July. And who knows? That's why I don't make the rules. And I mean, this, this all-star starters roster for both the American and National League is so boring. Like, I couldn't have been more bored with the announcements um, of who is in these all-star uh, starting rosters because let me pull up these these rosters here because it is not fun whatsoever. Uh, so the all-star starters for the American League. I'm sorry. Yeah, the American League. Shohei Otani, fair. Jonah Heim, Yandy Diaz, Marcus Simeon, Josh Jung, Corey Seager, Randy Arozarena, Mike Trout, Aaron Judge. It's the Texas Rangels featuring Aaron Judge. You have one, two, three, four teams represented in your American League starters, and that's simply because Aaron Judge is a starter. You know, Aaron Judge is the only singular player from a team starting in the American League All-Star uh, roster. Everyone else is two or more from the same team. Then we go to the National League. Your DH, J.D. Martinez, then Sean Murphy, Freddie Freeman, Luis Arise, Nolan Arenado, Orlando Arcia, Corbin Carroll, Ronald Acuna Jr., Mookie Betts. You have three Dodgers, three Braves, a Cardinal, a Marlin, and a, an Arizona Diamondback. And Freddie Freeman's a former Brave. Like, yawn. How is Orlando Arcia an all-star? How is Sean Murphy an all-star? How J.D. Martinez is in as the D.H.? Like, like the Mookie Betts, the Freddie Freeman, the Luisa Rise, Corbin Carroll, Ronald Acuna Jr., I get that. But, man, what a boring all-star team for both leagues. Like, I'm just bored. The, the reserves are a lot more fun. I'm going to try to pull them up here if I can find the list. So here we go. The All-Star Reserve pitchers, Alexis Diaz, Camilo Doval, Bryce Elder, Zach Gallen, Josiah Gray, Josh Hader, Mitch Keller, Clayton Kershaw, Justin Steele, Spencer Strider, Marcus Stroman, Devin Williams. And then your reserves are Elias Diaz, Will Smith, Ozzy Albies, Pete Alonzo, Matt Olson, Austin Riley, Dansby Swanson, Nick Castellanos, Lourdes Goriel Jr., Juan Soto, Jorge Soler. That's the National League and your American League. It's Felix Bautista, Yenier Cano, Luis Castillo, Emmanuel Clace, Garrett Cole, Nate Eovaldi, Kevin Gossman, Sonny Gray, Kenley Jansen, Michael Lorenzen, Shane McClanahan, Shohei Otani, and Fromber Valdez. And then your reserves, Salvador Perez, Adley Rushman, Bo Bichette, Vladimir Guerrero Jr., Whit Merrifield, Jose Ramirez, Jordan Alvarez, Adelise Garcia, Austin Hayes, Luis Robert Jr., and Brent Rooker. So there's your Oakland A's uh, de facto all-star, Brent Rooker. Just not a lot of variety from these all-star teams. And it's very weird that in every year Bryce Harper has been a member of the Phillies. Now, part of this was due to injury uh, one year, but he will not play in an all-star game, barring a substitution of some sort for this year. Um, every year that Bryce Harper has been on the Phillies, he will not have played in the all-star game. And he's won an MVP. 
obviously last year goes to the World Series. Like it's very weird that Bryce has not represented the Phillies in an All Star game since he's gotten here in 2019. It's just very strange. Um, but let's take a look at the NL and AL and specifically NL East run differential. It's brought to you by our awesome friends over at Wasted Wedge. And a new age of golf has arrived, and if you're looking to be the talk and envy of your group and create memories with your friends and family, look no further than the lineup of Wasted Wedge products and merchandise. I want you to think traditional shot ski that you used to see at college parties and everything, how annoying those things were to carry around. They were clunky, they're big, they're bulky, glass breaks, tons of hot glue goes into them. Well, Wasted Wedge fixed that. It's all easy, compactable. You have extender pieces to get more people involved, more shots, more fun. Uh, and it's plastic cups. It's not glass. It's easy to clean, easy to maintain, and it folds down into a carrying bag that fits in the side pocket of a golf bag. It's the best. It's the best for tailgates. It's great for the golf course, great for parties. Fourth uh, of July, whip that bad boy out. You are going to be the talk of your barbecue. These Wasted Wedges are a blast to drink shots out of on and off the course, and you guys can check them out at WastedWedge.com or find them at Wasted Wedge on Instagram and Facebook. Be sure to follow them. Let them know you're coming from Underground Sports Philadelphia. Order a Wasted Wedge for the summer. It's going to be the talk of your party. It's going to be the talk of your golf outing. Whatever it may be, you will be the party bringer with Wasted Wedge. Remember the name, WastedWedge.com. Let's get into the AL. NL and of course NL East run differentials starting off with the Atlanta Braves who are 56 and 27 in first place in the NL East have won eight straight games they've scored a division high 470 runs for a plus 139 run differential the Miami Marlins they're not going away anytime soon everybody they're 48 and 37 with a division low 341 runs scored for a negative 22 run differential playing at a 40 and 45 expected win loss then we go to the 44 and 39 Philadelphia Phillies who have scored the second most runs in the division at 377 and for the first time all year the fight and Phils have a positive run differential at plus six they're a plus six run differential, positive for the first time since the fourth inning of game one, but in the official scorebook, first time having a plus run differential all season long. Let's go. We're in the positives, everybody. We dug ourselves out of the hole. Let's keep doing it. Phil's playing at a 42-41 and 41 expected win-loss, um, so playing a little above their heads, but not too much. The Lowell New York Mets at 38 and 46 have a negative 12 run differential and the Washington stolen franchise nationals at 34 and 49 have a negative 75 run differential everybody in the NL Central outside of the fourth place Chicago Cubs have a negative run differential including the first place Milwaukee Brewers with a negative 14 run differential uh, at 46 and 39 they're playing at a 41 and 44 expected win loss though so Hopefully they come back down to earth a little bit, and we're rooting for the Cubs this week uh, as they play the Milwaukee Brewers in terms of wild card standings and all that jazz. And then we look at the NL West, 
everybody's positive except for the Colorado Rockies, who are in a negative 142 run differential, which is just absurd. Uh, we are rooting for the Seattle Mariners this week to beat the San Francisco Giants. We're rooting for the Pirates to beat the uh, L.A. Dodgers. Let's go Pirates. Let's go Mariners. Let's go Cubs. Let's do the damn thing. And then we look at the American League. Everybody in the AL East has a positive run differential. Everybody's at least one game above 500. The Tampa Bay Rays now leading the uh, American League and baseball as a whole with a plus 157 run differential. They have leapfrogged the Texas Rangers, who are at a plus 155. The Oakland A's, though, still with the worst run differential in all of baseball at a negative 237 run differential. Uh, at 23 and 63 record-wise, Kansas City Royals and a negative 131 for the second worst in the American League and third worst in all of baseball. Run differentials getting crazy out here in the streets, ladies and gentlemen. So, gotta score runs if you want to win games, and it's great seeing run differential be talked about in the national landscape because we've been talking about it on this podcast for years. As a way to gauge if your team is good, bad, or in between, we're the originators of giving run differential its credit as an official stat. So that is your NL East and, of course, Major League Baseball run differential rundown brought to you by our friends over at Wasted Wedge. Let's get into the Philadelphia 76ers as uh, James Harden has... Opted into his contract with the intent on being traded. Tyrese Maxey is untouchable. Damian Lillard's on the trade block. And it's brought to you by our friends over at Kenwood Beer. The official beer of Underground Sports Philadelphia. Who just did an an unbelievable rebrand. Gold Top Kenny's. Brand new merch. Six packs going to be available in store soon. Fifteen packs going to be available in store soon. The Gold Top Kenny's are absolutely gorgeous. Kenny on tap in the Philadelphia area. You got to find it. They got brand new shirts that look beautiful. A Kenny beach towel available on their website as well. You guys can go to kenwoodbeer.com and check out that refreshing light beer. That's just 4.1% ABV, 127 calories, just 10 grams of carbs. Come on now. Kenwood beer is doing it right. Uh, actually, a little bit cleaned up, 4.1% ABV, 120 calories, just 8 grams of carbs. Smooth, clean, and bright with taste to boot. Kenny is the routine choice of folks who want a balanced, flavorful, no-frills beer that's right for any occasion. Some call it the best light beer they've ever had. We just say, you can't beat the original. Must be 21 or older to do so. And, of course, please drink responsibly. The Sixers drama is uh, peak off season. As Damian Lillard wants to be traded. Of course, everybody on Sixers Twitter is, Come home, Dame. Come to the Sixers. It's not going to happen. I would be absolutely stunned if Damian Lillard ends up being a Sixer. Um, apparently, there was a quote that was circulating around from potentially Daryl Morey about Tyrese Maxey, which I am of the proponent you don't trade Tyrese Maxey. Like, he is your one blue-chip player outside of Joel Embiid um, that is actually younger. Like, Embiid's heading into his age 30 season next year. Like, he's not a spring chicken anymore. Um, so, apparently, the Sixers um, 
according to Brian Windhorst on the Hoop Collective podcast. The 76ers want you to know that you can't have Tyrese Maxey. Prime Michael Jordan is available, don't call. 25-year-old LeBron James is available, lose our number. Giannis Antetokounmpo says, I want to be a Sixer. If Tyrese Maxey is the ass, just keep walking. Tyrese Maxey, I have been assured, will not be traded. That's according to Brian Windhorst, who has been pretty in tap with the Sixers over the past couple of years. Um, I'm okay with this. I'm okay with Tyrese Maxey being untouchable. He's coming off his Tyrese is coming off his best season as a pro. Let's not forget Tyrese didn't play college basketball pretty much. He played like a month and a half before the Pandy Wandy shut everything down. Tyrese last year averaged 20.3 points a game, three and a half assists, 2.9 rebounds, and 48.1% shooting from the field and 43.4% from three. Like, I get Dame is a great player. He's the best Portland Trailblazer. Of all time. But when it comes to Tyrese Maxey being 22 years old, everybody, let's not lose that perspective. Tyrese Maxey is 22 years old. He's only going to get better. Why do you want to trade a young piece like Tyrese Maxey who has shown that he has gotten better. It's not like Matisse Thibel. It's not like Ben Simmons, where there was no progression in skill set, no progression in his game. Tyrese Maxey, year after year, has proven he has what it takes to get better and better year after year, month after month, game after game. Damian Lillard is a phenomenal player. I'm a huge fan of Dame. He's 32 years old. He's 32. You're, you're effectively saying that if you make a trade for Damian Lillard, which I'm saying is not going to happen, you are pushing your chips in and banking that this coming NBA season, 2023-2024 season, is the final year the Sixers have to win a championship in the Joel Embiid era. You are pushing your chips in the middle of the table and saying, this is all we have left. We are emptying the tank. This is it. Damian Lillard is the key to Joel Embiid and the Sixers franchise winning their first championship since 1983. Well, I'm here to tell you that trade's not going to happen. Dame wants to go to Miami. Uh, A bunch of other teams are in the mix for him that can offer better packages if you're not going to include Tyrese Maxey in a trade, which I'd be stunned if Daryl Morey does. So I don't see Damian Lillard becoming a 76er. But what I was thrilled to see and I would, I, I would love to see how he works with Tyrese Maxey because I think his work ethic, his his dog mentality, and his skill sets complement what Tyrese Maxey does really well in a backcourt in the NBA. 76ers signed Patrick Beverly, baby. Pat Bev is in Philly. Shout out to the boy Roan. I'm stoked for him and the Pat Bev pod uh, having his co-host in Philadelphia now. It's going to be sick. I'm stoked for the homie. So shout out to Roan. Shout out to the Pat Bev pod. Um, Patrick Beverly on the Sixers. It's a great contract. $3.2 uh, million fully guaranteed for one year. To bring Pat Bev's veteran leadership into this locker room. To bring his work ethic into this locker room. And to bring just his experience and his savviness and his grit and grind 
to be around the Joel Embiid's, to be around the Tyrese Maxey's, to be around any young player that may end up on this Sixers roster is such a benefit and it's such a good fit for Pat Bev himself for this portion of his career and for the Joel Embiid's and the Tyrese Maxey's. Like you saw what P.J. Tucker did for this Sixers team in terms of locking guys in, making sure that they were focused when it mattered uh, outside of game six or seven. But P.J. Tucker has that dog in him that we've always talked about with P.J. Tucker. You add Tyrese or uh, Pat Bev into that mix with P.J. Tucker, that's two junkyard dogs coming at you, ready to go and strap it up and, and fight for the boys. And I'm stoked that Pat Bev is here. I think it's a great fit. Yes, it adds into the the former Houston Rocket trope of Daryl Morey, but I think this is such a good fit for Pat Bev, for the Sixers. When I saw this signing, I was I was stoked. I was pumped. I'm hyped that Patrick Beverly is a Sixer. He's a guy that I feel like is the type of player that you hate when he's not on your team, but you love him when he's playing for your squad. And I couldn't be more stoked that Pat Bev is playing for our squad. He is born and bred for Philadelphia with his his antics, the way that he carries and conducts himself. He's that dude. He's a bull. He's a Philly bull through and through. And uh, I'm I'm so stoked that Pat Bev is here. Um, couldn't be happier. Let's go. We need a Pat Bev pod underground sports Philadelphia collab. Uh, ASAP with Roan, Pat Bev, myself, and Matt. Need that to happen. Let's make it happen, boys. Let's make it happen. Let's fucking go. Pat Bev in Philly. Couldn't be more excited. James Harden, though, the guy behind me who's been behind us since 2020, 2021. He wants to be traded, allegedly, to the Clippers. I don't know. Brian Windhorst is saying that there's a possibility that he stays on the Sixers going into the season. Which, would that shock me? Absolutely not. He opted in for a reason. It's that if he gets traded, great. You know, he gets his wish. The Sixers get pieces back. All that good stuff. If he doesn't get traded going into the season, it still creates cap flexibility for the Sixers and makes things easier so that Christmas time rolls around, trade deadline rolls around, stuff like that. Six can still trade him if he so chooses. There's reports that Tobias Harris, the Sixers don't want to trade him. I don't see how that's going to be possible if you want to build out this roster, but that's just me. Um, so the the James Harden trade speculation watch. Cue the music. Um, is on. We'll see what happens with James Harden, with the Sixers, with Dame Lillard, with whoever else may be in the mix. Um, but the NBA offseason has been insane with contracts. Dylan Brooks gets $80 million from the Rockets. Fred Van Vliet gets the biggest bag of his life from the Rockets. Um, Austin Reeves gets paid. Kyle Kuzma gets paid, Tyrese Halliburton gets paid, like, these NBA contracts are wild, we'll dive into a bunch of that more on Wednesday night show, Matt will be out for the next couple of shows, uh, I think like the next four to six shows, something like that, 
as uh, he and my sister are embarking on their honeymoon, finally. Um, and they will be out of the country. Uh, Matt's going to Italy with my sister. So, going to be working on seeing who's going to be hosting with your boy for the next couple of weeks. Um, so, stay tuned for that, and you'll see. Maybe we'll have some guest hosts. Uh, hopping on to talk Phils, talk Sixers, talk Eagles, talk Flyers, talk Union. Who knows? That's why you got to follow us on the socials. Uh, at Underground PHI, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook.com slash Underground Sports PHI, Twitch.tv slash Underground Sports PHI, because that's where you can watch every Wednesday night show live while we record it before it goes out to the public on podcast app of choice and on YouTube. Uh, and of course, now you can follow us on TikTok at Underground PHI. Be sure to get your merch at PHI Apparel Company. They're the best in the game. There's no doubt in my mind and in their minds and in everybody's minds, you will stand out in the crowd because with the unique designs that PHI Apparel Company has for all for Philly sports fans and for our podcast network, you're going to stand out in the crowd. Get your Underground Sports Philadelphia merch. It's the most effective and direct way to support everything we're doing here. Get a shirt, get a hoodie. We're working on new merch for the summertime. Hopefully we'll be live in the next week or so. Um, working on getting that over to our, our homies over at PHI Apparel Company. But in the meantime, go to phiapparel.co, use code UNDERGROUND, and you get 10% off any and all merch orders. That includes everything on the store, including our merch. phiapparel.co, code UNDERGROUND, 10% off any and all merch orders. Support us, effective and direct. Right there, when you buy merch, you're automatically supporting us and helping us take this thing to the next level. Uh, be sure to subscribe to the podcast feed on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Leave those five-star ratings and reviews. And, of course, subscribe to the Underground Sports Philadelphia YouTube channel, youtube.com slash at Underground Sports Philadelphia. That's where you get full video episodes of this show twice a week. You get full video episodes of every podcast on our network. And you get clips, shorts, live streams, interviews, all that good stuff. Moonshot Mania, our Home Run Derby watch-along, will be exclusively on our YouTube channel. So go subscribe, be a friend, tell a friend. And uh, let's get to 600 subscribers before the end of July. Let's get to 1,000. We put this out on the Outside the Box podcast. Trying to get to 1,000 subscribers before DJ's birthday on Labor Day. Hashtag DJ's 1K. Let's get it. Let's let's subscribe, be a friend, tell a friend, share it with your people. Need to get to 1,000 subscribers before September 4th. Can we do it? We got about two months. Let's make it happen, people. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at KBIZZL311, KBIZZLE11 on Instagram, and KB Underground on TikTok. So go follow me there if you want to keep up to date and see all the weird shit I post. Uh, weird being good. Um... Big thank you to Security 21 Security Systems, Paul J. Gillespie Incorporated for their continued support of this podcast. And this show, obviously, presented by the City of Vineland. Whether you're a company looking to expand, relocate, or are a new business startup, selecting the right location is critical to your success. Vineland, New Jersey offers... Both an affordable business location and an excellent quality of life, the city's economic development department is a one-stop source for moving your project through the development and approval process, and their goal is to make the process as smooth as possible and to provide the fastest turnaround times in the region. 
you're considering potential locations for your operation, contact the Vineland Economic Development Team at 856-794-4100. That's 856-794-4100. Vineland, New Jersey, where it's always growing season. And this has been episode number 547 of Underground Sports Philadelphia, presented by the City of Vineland. I'm KB. I will see you Wednesday night with a guest host that you won't want to miss. So until then, I'm getting the heck up out of here. I am signing off. Peace. I'm